Welcome back to Podcast Radio. I'm Andy. I'm Joe. What? It worked. I think it's working. So, <laughs> I've heard about this whenever you're talking about uh, some of the stuff that we're going to talk about. Tony Merkel in particular was like all the electronics would either freak out or not work or halfway through it stop working so we're hoping to get through this one we episode did it's only been 40 minutes of technical difficulties yes so this week is cursed uh mountains sacred mountains cursed mountains whatever but um all of the above yeah and uh what about you you had a uh, some ones that you found that you really liked I did. Well, there's several I like, but there's one in particular that just caught my attention the most. And I don't even know if it's, if it's more of a mountain, but it's a mountain region oh, yeah. area. Uh-huh. And um, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it's known as Suicide Forest. Oh. It's at the base of the Fuji Mountain. Yeah, yeah. So that whole area. Mm-hmm. Um, someone just recently told me that they got it into researching it and whatnot, and I thought, okay, it's got... A lot of, uh, I guess, history of people going to commit suicide there. So I got on the website, started looking at things, and I was really just blown away at how much um, people were just basically going there to do this. And it's not all just hanging. I know that one YouTuber guy, Jake Paul, whatnot, got in trouble because he filmed somebody there who was hanging or something and he showed it and it was a bad oh they had already killed themselves yeah oh yeah in fuji japan Mm -hmm. okay so it's um it's oikagawa something around that i don't want to mispronounce that there's all these ways to pronounce like okinawa something like that yeah but it's it translates to sea of trees and so with that it was a lot of people they were at one point keeping statistics and it got up to about 105 plus suicides a year. And they started just not publishing the numbers because it would kind of give it that hype of people wanting to go there. Oh. And But they don't all just uh, hang themselves. Some of them uh, overdose or throw themselves off of things. Mm-hmm. It's the second most popular place for suicides. Uh, next to the Golden Gate Bridge is another one that's, oh, wow. that's just that's worse. But it, what's said... The myth or the urban legend there is that it's haunted by the ghost of elderly people who are out there and, you know, causing all these problems. So it's a lot of paranormal stuff happening where I'm surprised a lot of these groups haven't gone to investigate. Half a mile into it, you lose all sign of human life in this place. So once you're in there, it's only for experienced uh, hikers. You mean... You mean uh, you lose all signs of human life? Is that, is what you said, or is it like no noise from birds yes. and stuff? It, well, yeah, you're so deep in there you can't hear anything happening. But and I'm glad you said that because one of the, one of the statistics on there said that it's eerily quiet, mm. like there's nothing really happening. Yeah, and it's just like a like a giant swamp mm-hmm. of trees, moss, and only for experienced hikers is what they say. But there's all kinds of suicide warnings. Uh, call one eight hundred this, and just constantly. But people are still going there to do that. In fact, the uh, park rangers' jobs there, their primary job is to remove dead bodies. Good night. So what does that tell you when your number one job is to not help hikers? It's just to remove dead bodies. Yeah. 
the key thing is is ironic about this place is that when they remove a dead body, they keep it there for a while in a special room. I don't know why. Yeah. And so it's kind of kind of wild as to why someone hasn't interviewed more of these people to say the ask just ask the questions. Maybe it's a cultural thing. In the Japanese culture, it's it's not a bad or uncommon rather thing for like a samurai to take their lives or disgrace something or that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So that they think that's where it might have started. But these ghosts or um, these apparitions of the elderly people causing these issues is what they think is just coming this area and it's a large area so at this point inside this forest all of a sudden right kind of says in the middle of it there's a cave that's frozen all year round like there's frost and stuff ice oh it is a frozen ice cave weird the whole area on the mount of uh, the base of mount fuji it sets on a iron plate that's hot, mm-hmm. but you got a frozen. Weird, and field. it's like you get a lot of that. Or oh, do you feel it's really cold here when yes. you know ghost hunters and stuff? Oh yeah, so, the chill. Yeah, yeah. So of course that's going to make uh, your compass go nuts because you're over a plate. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get up away from it, it works fine. But people try to attribute that to paranormal stuff, saying, "Look at the compass it's going crazy." We're well, on a giant chunk of metal. It's going to go yeah kind of nuts, but. It doesn't work for whatever reason. You know, you're on this plate, but you've got this frozen deal happening there. Video, things like that, it's hard to come by um, because it's the popularity of what it's mainly used for is, is a suicide. So if you're in there hiking it, they say a lot of what you're going to find are people's belongings and just all kinds of just personal belongings, shoes, clothing, and things like that. It's like kind of, they just start discarding all these things as they get deeper into the forest. Exactly. So I'm wondering if they're like shedding things as they get to a place where they want to do it. Yeah. You know, so there's a whole, and I, and I brought this topic up because there's still a lot of unanswered questions for me mm-hmm. about this place. I, I do love the Asian culture and everything else, but this one intrigues me because it lures people, not just from the Asian culture, from all over the world to go do it there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's when you go there to hike it, air quotes, you're going to be asked, let's see what's in your bag. Oh. What do you have with you? Like, what? do you have like a bunch of pills or do you got yeah. like a knife to cut rope. your wrist? Rope. Yeah. Yeah. Because so they're going to take it away. More than likely. Yeah. But you kind of need your rope, I guess, in some areas. I wouldn't know. Oh. But it's. I see. It's, yeah. uh, it, you can it, go and pretend like, oh, I'm a experienced climber. I need yeah. my little. Little clamps and rope and stuff to get up this mountain and that of course they're gonna have to let you go and then there's the trails are very unique because they kind of they're they're huge in some areas and they disappear they whittle down to nothing almost Mm -hmm. then you're just kind of you it's very 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 easy to get lost in this place Hmm. it's so huge but it's so dense and it's just that's why i said about half mile into it you're lost wow do they um so they don't have it like like a normal national park where there's a lot of signs and, you know, you're 1.5 miles on trail, you know, so-and-so. They don't have any of that? At the beginning, yes. And it's mostly all just suicide signs. Oh. So they, they refer to it as home to the Yuri. Yuri. What's uh, a Yuri? Which means ghost of the dead. Oh. So there's a lot of 
legend or myths or whatever your stories that it's the elderly that are going around doing this to people and they're tormented and what whatever your take on that is it's up to you but that's what they're basing a lot of this stuff on but i've i've talked to somebody who's actually been there and i wanted more stories from him but he didn't have a whole lot to tell me other than that it's just a bad feeling Oh, so how long did he did he stay there? Not very long. No. He said just saw it, and it's just ugly. Oh, he didn't walk in it? No, he didn't walk in it. He mm. stayed. He just didn't want to. It's just it's an ugly feeling. So, of course, that just makes rises raises my curiosity to go to be able to see that one day. Mm-hmm. I would love to be there and just see what is in there. We hiked an area in East Texas that was said to be haunted, Goatman's Bridge, and there was an area of that whole forest area, a little wooded area rather, that's so quiet. And, so, and we're not far from a road, but you couldn't hear anything. And it was a heavy, dark feeling. So that's what I would think that would feel yeah, like. Yeah, it'd feel like that. But everywhere. Well, it's also interesting that they've named it that um, home of the what? Uh, home, uh, Ghost of the Dead. Ghost of the Dead. To Ure- the Urea. I'm not sure. So it's almost that. like putting up a temple to them, you know, like, you, uh, kind of like when we were talking about ley lines and the sacred geometry and, you know, they would find uh, some areas that were just a straight line of, like, bad, mm-hmm. you know. But once you give something like this that might have some kind of spirit or something there, oh, this is home of the so-and-so. It's kind of like, yeah, this is you know, our home and just by going there feeds it, you know, of course. And then the park service is feeding it by naming it and putting, you know, your 1.5 miles before you can kill yourself. Basically. You know what I mean? (laughs) So what's another thing we've talked about that this opens portals. portals. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge open area and everybody's creeped out in the forest. I don't care who you are. You walk in, you see and hear things that your mind may be playing tricks on you and whatnot. And so, yeah, it is opening doors and just creating this vibe of this is it this is a place so mm-hmm. it's it's giving it that energy to grow oh yeah and and do what it's going to do what about that uh, frozen cave do people go in there and, and have they been in there and like mapped it out or done anything in there not that i could see and then the photos that i saw it was just basically the the mouth of the cave and it's just giant it looks like just Mr. Freeze in there and just froze it all up. And so I don't know the temperature. That's what got my curiosity. If it's frozen all year round, mm-hmm. the base of a volcano or Mount Fuji, what's freezing this? Yeah. It, it just. It, so it's, it's, it, you don't even have to climb up a mountain. No. The cave is at the base of the volcano. This whole forest is at the base yeah. of Mount Fuji. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And it, it is a tourist attraction. It is an, they're one of their national forests. And, mm-hmm. But like I said, their signs are all just suicide helplines. Don't do it. it. And written in their language, of course. Yeah, yeah. But that's what all that's written out there. Wow. And so there's a whole lot more to it. And I wish I had better numbers because one year it was at 80-something. Then one year it was this. And it was just climbing. And the last year they published the numbers was at 105, and then the government said, "Hey, we're we're not going to release the numbers anymore." So they're keeping track of the numbers, but they're just oh, yeah. not releasing they're them not anymore. Releasing it. Yeah, and they're not going to, I guess, for that f- sake because all is glamorizing it. Yeah, attracting. It's kind of like you said, Golden Gate Bridge. They don't. 
I think when people kill themselves off that, they don't even put it in the paper or on the media anymore. No, yeah, because it happens so so often. Yeah, and and then that just attracts more people to come and kill themselves is what they learned. Yeah. You know, from that, like even tall buildings and stuff. Yeah, and it reminds me of the poor... Uh, portal stories like 411 books by David Polites where people go Mm -hmm. missing in national parks and I've heard a few times um, people who were in forests, not necessarily national parks, but in forests where people go missing or people that have had weird experiences in forests or national parks and they hear like this metallic sound of like a some kind of mechanical, like maybe a door or something. That's how they describe it. They said something that you would never hear in, you know, in the middle of the forest. Right. And then somebody goes missing or something extremely strange happens. So back to the that's wild portal stuff. Yeah. It's all connected. Mm-hmm. All very much connected. Well, mine is, uh, I found a, an article, and it was at Satan's command. A new translation of the Mount Hermon inscription. So I know we mentioned Mount Hermon before, mm-hmm. and that's right. where the uh, angels went, and they uh, made a pact to rebel against God. Um, so in 1869, on the summit of Mount Hermon in Israel, British explorer Sir Charles Warren came across a sacred rectangular building made of hewn stone blocks located at Kusar Antar, the highest temple in the ancient world, 9,232 feet above sea level. In the temple, he found a limestone uh, upright stone slab with an inscription, and it, which may be the only extra biblical and pagan memorial of Satan's actual command to the sons of God to create a hybrid race. So that's such an enclosure as first reported by Warren exists on the summit of Hermon, lends credence to the long tradition of the sacred high place and supports the textual evidence for it as a holy mountain. It also provides evidence for the endurance of a people who must have made considerable effort to come and worship within such a harsh and cruel environment. That the mountain preserved its sacredness throughout is dramatically demonstrated by the presence of numerous temples and cult sites. So he, there's a whole, I mean, climbing a 9,000 tall mountain to get up to worship is crazy, you know, back in those days, you know? 9,000. Yeah, 9,000 feet. Jeez. So this is in Israel, uh, on Mount Hermon. So based on the long pagan history of the location, it's likely that the pagan scribes chiseled the inscription with the phrase that had been passed down orally for millennia, the inscription with Satan's command. And here's what it says. According to the command of the great and holy God, those who take an oath proceed from here. So there's a picture of it too. This is in, uh, I believe it's in the British Museum now. Is this written in Hebrew? Uh, I'm not sure. It kind of looked like that a little bit. Okay, okay. Yeah, probably. Because, I mean, it's in Israel. Right. That's where I was located. So, the Warren Nickelberg, that's the two guys that um, translated it. That's the translation that they gave. It says, they rightly 
connected the inscription with the oath taken by the angels under some jaza. So some jaza is a leader, a watcher, or a fallen angel. So in order to take wives, some jazas had a rebellion with the angels and they agreed. In order to take wives, according to the Book of Enoch, um, Nickelberg also skillfully realized the name of God was supposed to be a Hellenized version of Baal or Hadad and connected it with the place name of Baal Hermon. So according at the command of the great and holy Baal. Wow. Okay. That's the word for God there, I guess, is used for Baal. So it was Baal worshipers um, <clears throat> that ended up coming up you know, they're 9,000 feet and worshiping uh, in the future. But it says, surprisingly, though, Warren Nicholsburg inserted the words and holy, which do not appear in the inscription. This inscription gives the impression that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob gave the command to the angels to create the race of Nephilim, but he did not. But when, I think they probably did insert that because, um, at the command of the great and holy God, they could have said great and holy Baal. And they added the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? No, um, they added the words and holy. Okay. So they added the words and holy, which was given people the impression great yeah. and holy God. Oh, it, you know, like Yahweh. No, this no. isn't talking about Yahweh because they've already uh, trans, you know, made the translation for God as Baal. Gotcha. You know, which I, I don't know why they didn't just you know, put Baal on there, you know, instead of God. But maybe that word can mean many different things. Gotcha. So so the one who sent the angels was actually Satan, and this is, in fact, which we see in the inscription of um, First Enoch. The holy and mighty one is mentioned. However, the angels that decreed and took the oath acted in opposition to the holy and mighty one's decrees, not in accordance as evidenced in Enoch 1. So they're using the first book of Enoch as proof that this is the place where the angels came. Mm -hmm. And then they said, hey, you know, let's go ahead and take these, the, these human women and let's make a hybrid race. Right. This is the mountain they did it on. And that's wild. Yeah. So. Um, I will put that there's like a lot more to that article. So I'll put that on there in the notes field. People can go to it and read more about it. There's a, a lot, lot more, but I'll just, uh, end it with, the uh, the end of the article, God thwarted Satan's plan for dominion and, um, Satan's scheme failed, you know, he came together with these angels. Upon the death of the host body, the spirit inside the Nephilim was separated, and the fallen angel became disembodied once again, as First Enoch 15, 8 through 16, 1 describes how they became known as evil spirits on the earth. Okay. So this hybrid race, you know, these these angels that came and and initiated this were ended up being separated from those bodies and then now that's why we have evil things on the earth so now the giants who have been born of spirit and of flesh shall be called upon earth evil spirits and on the earth shall be their habitation and this is this is from enoch evil spirits shall proceed from their flesh because they were created from above 
from the holy watchers was their beginning and primary foundation. Evil spirits shall they be upon earth, and the spirits of the wicked shall they be called. The habitation of the spirits of heaven shall be in heaven, but upon earth shall be the habitation of terrestrial spirits who were born on earth. So these bastardized spirits, yeah, you're staying down here. And the ones that you know, obeyed God, they'll stay up there. So uh, it was interesting. This is from first Enoch 15, eight through 16, one. So terrestrial spirits, these Mm -hmm. bastardized ones, we, what do you think about extraterrestrial? Yeah. 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 They're extra. They're, you know, a new made thing. That's the way I look at it. Well, they are because they weren't in the original plan. No, no. So book Enoch again, which is great. Oh yeah. I love it. So the flood ended Satan's worldwide Nephilim plan, but it would not end his plan for eternal world domination. We will see that he would modify his plan with an ancient rebel named Nimrod, which we don't have time to go into today. But I wanted to share one thing before. Um, One is a weird thing. The United Nations chose to place an observation post at the highest man-made place of worship on the earth and that's Mount Hermon, the cursed mountain. Really? Yeah. So they've taken, uh, they've taken over that. And then, uh, secondly, there was, uh, you remember when the Clinton emails, yeah. Hillary Clinton's, um, emails went out? Well, one thing people were asking is why would the Clinton emails be refer- referencing Gilgamesh and Nephilim from the Bible? Nimrod is another name for Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh is another name for Nimrod. So on 12, 13 to 2018, there was a Denitra D. Sanger sent an email to Hillary Clinton, subject line, requesting documents pertaining to the resurrection chamber of Gilgamesh, the location of his body, and the location of the buried Nephilim. Whoa. That was... Well, that was, was like, in there. That was in there. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. So there are some people that think the reason, the whole reason we were over there was to actually collect stuff like that, not for a war. Mm. That's another conspiracy theory. But that's a whole other topic we could talk about there. Yeah, that, yeah, for the, sure. That was. It's not conspiracy theory. It is in the Clinton email when. Yeah, it's not a conspiracy theory anymore. It's It's just fact. It's fact. That email's in there. That's weird. And why is it there? And why are you asking about it? Yeah. So So we don't really discuss conspiracies. We talk facts. We're not guessing at something. This is just, we're reading. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're just reading it. So I like that. Anyways, uh, if you guys like this episode, please share it. Like, subscribe. uh, Give us a five star review on the Spotify and podcast. 13 at gmail.com is where you can continue to send in your requests. Till next time.